stuff. All right, that's fine. Who said they can't hear you? Least it's you this time. Testing. It's picking up audio. I don't. Uh, guys welcome to the booth for anybody that's in here uh we're gonna try and get some of this technical difficulty stuff uh figured out here i've got a little bit of an audio issue uh on brandon's and uh, he's got a new mic so you might be trying to figure that out who knows we don't know what's going on right now but we're gonna get that figured out we're going off script today um i can still hear you sound a little laggy but All right, cool.
This is going to be a Taylor on the booth show today. All right, so for everybody that can hear me, everybody that's watching. <clears throat> this is the jersey that we're going to be giving away Cam Akers. Uh, Florida State University uh, autographed jersey. It is authenticated from Beckett. So you know the autograph is real. It was signed in person. I've got the authentication tag here and everything for the winner. So hopefully There's some fans in here of K-Makers. Probably not. I don't know if the FSU crowd tunes in or not. Can we hear Brandon now? That uh, would be a no. Welcome to the booth, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the booth. If anybody tuning in, sorry, we got some technical difficulties going on right now, but we are working on them. We will get them figured out as we always do, because you know, the booth, the booth knows how to get through some technical difficulties because there's one every single show. I, for anybody in the chat, uh, if you've watched the XFL, if you watched any snippets, if you've watched any uh, highlights or anything like that, what are your thoughts? What are your uh, opinions? What do you think about it? Can we hear me now? And also, can we hear Brandon now? That's the uh, most important important question Before at the moment. We can start this dang show. Like to. Yes. All right, we're good. We're good. Okay, we can hear Brandon, so we can hey. get this show rocking and rolling. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm sorry. So you guys saw the cam makers, guys. Again, we are going off script. Taylor wants to start with the XFL. Let's start the XFL. We got football, unfortunately. Wes. Okay. And my dad had to scream. That. Uh, this show is so far not going too well. As you guys can tell in the description, off script. So whatever happens, yeah. happens, and it's meant to happen because yeah. it's off script. So, yes, and I thank my dad for screaming to the top of his lungs and getting the dogs <laughs> going. <laughs> but um, yeah, with the XFL started uh, this past week, February eighteenth, I believe. Unfortunately, um, some unfortunate things happened with our our boy Wes, but it's not over for him. Um, he's I know he's gonna get picked up. Um, 
the Renegades beat the Vipers. And I'm not going to lie, that's about all I know. Didn't get a chance yeah, to so the Renegades game. beat the Vipers. So uh, first we want to, like you said, we want to say uh, uh, Wes was uh, unfortunately cut. Uh, he will, you know, I have no, no doubt that he's going to make a comeback with another team and make a huge impact. I think the Vipers definitely made a mistake there. Um, the biggest takeaway for me is the fans of the Washington Commanders have now found themselves a new team. Uh, the <laughs> I think it was defenders. the uh, the DC Defenders. You talking about the beer I thing? Think they, the beer snake? No. So the the beer snake was last last uh, XFL season. No, it was uh, this week too. They, they start throw, uh, DC Defenders start throwing lemons. At, yeah, um, they were throwing lemons, and uh, that was a uh, <laughs> that was them revolting because they got their beer cup snake taken yeah. away. But if you look at the the crowd size for the DC Defenders on their first game, and the excitement, and the atmosphere, and the just overall presence of the fans, I mean, that's what you, that, that that's what the Commanders are missing. Yeah. You know, the Washington Commanders have become such a dumpster fire of a team that a xfl team that has yet to prove anything outside of winning a game and being pretty dominant in their game uh has shown how big of a mess up that entire organization of the commanders have become the name change oh dan the, dan snyder's the worst owner in all of yeah football, dan, so. dan snyder's terrible dan <clears throat> snyder is hands down the one of, if not the worst owner in the NFL right now, needs to go. Um, he has put no money back into the team as far as players, as far as uh, the facility, as far as the practice facility. If you ever drive through, I believe it's Virginia. If you ever drive through Virginia, uh, you can see their practice facility off onto the side of the highway. I've been there. It's trash. It looks like it's about to crumble. I'm telling you, it's a rainstorm away from just dropping to the ground. It looks like a high school um, field. Yeah. There's it, – it, it's pathetic. So hopefully with that being said, I hope this helps the XFL succeed. Because if you can get a city that doesn't have a team or has a trash team, gives them a team to actually root for, go and watch and enjoy football, especially when the NFL is over. You know, we are we are in what uh, sports fans call a rut right now, where there's only one sport really to watch, and that's basketball. Baseball, uh, So the XFL, baseball's not here yet. And America's pastime uh, that I don't watch because it's boring to watch. So it's not here yet. So this is the rut, or not the rut, because there is a rut where there's like no basketball, no football, no baseball, no nothing hockey. for like a couple of weeks. Yeah, hockey. I mean, hockey's fun to watch in person, but on TV it is a snooze fest, in my opinion. Pickleball. Everybody says, yeah. Everybody's like, oh well, you can see fights in the uh, NHL. Yeah, like on occasion. Okay, I can watch every Saturday night uh, UFC Fight Pass for free. I can watch some fights. Okay, so I don't need to watch uh, two hours of a bunch of dudes skating around, slapping around a hockey puck. Yeah, you'd rather watch like two uh, hours of like wait. naked dudes wrestling on the ground. I mean, well, they're not naked. So let's 
point that out. Half Because I don't want to watch naked dudes wrestle. <laughs> I, 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 I would rather watch half naked dudes wrestle on the ground and knock each other out than watch the N, uh, NHL. That is for sure. Um, Gordon uh, has made a return. Josh, I saw that Martavius Bryant yeah. made a couple catches for the XFL and Josh Gordon. He... I believe he was actually the first person in the XFL to make a touchdown to Martavius. He was the first mm-hmm. one. So uh, I think it's been five years since he's been on a field. Uh, so it's great to see him actually back out there. And he was actually performing quite well. Oh, he's always been and great. Be first... He just couldn't stay yeah, off the weed just yeah. like Josh. And But, I mean, you know, five years off the field and then being able to come out there and do what he did, it was impressive. Uh, so it's it's talent. It's not hard work and yeah. grit it's talent you know he's a guy who can he just sit off on up. the sidelines yeah he just, yeah, just show, show up. up and he's there and he's good uh so it's pure talent which is cool to see um but uh from what i've seen from the snippets uh i watched a little bit of the xfl i've seen some of the highlights uh i think what they have going on is great and the most important thing that the xfl has that i think that the nfl needs to incorporate into their uh, program or their whatever you want to call it is the booth review uh-huh. so instead of having the That's refs us. on the field <laughs> instead of going onto the field and look through the camera see what happened on the play you got a group of men at each and every single game yeah from what i can tell that are up there reviewing every single play and they have a camera inside the booth watching yeah. So you can hear well, like everything trans- that's happening. Yeah, I, was say, I like the transparency. I saw like a video on it where like the head officials and stuff like that, what we would call our New York, you know how they go, oh, we're going to New York and see what they say. Yeah. Kind of thing. You can just see what the ref's saying, see what the head officials are saying. And you can kind of see, they're like, oh, yeah, they got a clear angle on it. It's a catch or whatever. You can hear everything. And the full transparency as a fan, that's great because, I mean, the Super Bowl was a couple weeks ago. As you guys can see, I got the Philly helmet behind me. It would have been nice to know what was going through the ref's head when calling that. And the fact that the XFL has that transparency adds a cool element. Plus, you know, you kind of see where their thought process is when calling uh, calling that. Yeah, you know, as NFL fans, we're we're given the, you know, the the shoulder as far as reviews. You know, we're like, we can hear what the commentators are saying. Like, you know, they're probably looking at, does he have control of the ball here? Does he, is his foot, uh, does he have both feet in here? Blah, blah, blah. The commentators are not there to rule on whatever is happening. So to be able to actually listen to the booth review and they say, all right, look, right here, he has control he has, and I think in the XFL, you only need one foot down. So he has yeah, control of the ball with one foot down. That's a completed pass, first down. Then they communicate that down to the ref, and the ref then communicates it to the fans and the coach staff and the teams and everything. And I think that is fantastic because we get to see what they are looking at. And it's not a, eh, I think it's a catch. You know, yeah. let's go ahead and call it a catch. You don't know what they're doing up in New York. They could be like, <laughs> that was incomplete. You know, yeah, so I, we I don't got, know I what got, I got a hundred dollar FanDuel bet going on. Like, pay out fifty thousand dollars for yeah, exactly. a, this James Bradbury hold call. You know, come on now. Yeah. So the <clears> XFL, <throat> I think it was a great start for the first. Uh, I think the first week, uh, I'll, I'll be watching. I'll be tuning into a couple more games because yeah. uh, 
one they hit hard. Uh, there's no yeah, they smack. They, uh, yeah, they, they yeah. <laughs> there's there's no laying the quarterback down on a on a blanket and a pillow. You know, it's uh, if he's there to get hit, he's getting hit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll transition here into quarterbacks. Uh, Paxton Lynch. I think you wanted to uh, make <laughs> yeah. a mention on him. So uh, <laughs> his Paxton interest. Lynch is the break. So he's going down in history, which is great to hear because the Cowboys owner Jerry Jones once said that he felt bad and that he felt like he messed up for not trading away the farm for Paxton Lynch when he was coming out. Of course, he was drafted number one by the Bron- or in the first round by the Broncos. He's the first quarterback ever to be benched in the NFL, the first quarterback ever to be benched in the CFL, XFL, UCFL, and Arena Football League. So he has been benched in every single aspect of football at this point in his career, and that's a first. So, hey. If you're going to be bad, at least be the worst, right? Be the best worst player that you could possibly be. Yeah, if you're good at something, be the worst at it. Yeah. Ryan Leaf, <laughs> went, like, yeah, Ryan Leaf was a bust something. and went to jail. I mean, he was probably tearing it up in jail. At least he was the best player on, in jail. <laughs> What's going on, Ninji? Ninji, welcome on, into the chat. I appreciate you. Look, so the funniest thing about this Paxton Lynch story is outside of the fact that he now is the first quarterback to be benched in the uh, XFL, CFL, Arena League, NFL, probably college at some point, is the fact that... (laughs) Yeah, Pee-wee League. (laughs) Backyard football, Paxton, sit down. Thanksgiving comes around. Hey, who we want a quarterback? Uh, (laughs) Who who invited Paxton over here? Be nice. He is your cousin. (laughs) So the funniest thing about all of this... Okay, and I, uh, I know we all hate the uh, hate the Cowboys here, but Jerry Jones was uh, adamant about drafting Paxton Lynch, uh, so much so that there were reports that he threw a fit when they were unable to draft him. Yeah. So that just shows you how terrible of an owner Jerry Jones is when it comes to drafting players. That man should have zero say-so because if he thought that Paxton Lynch was the next coming of Tom Brady, he shouldn't be in that room at all when it's draft night at all. Because and personally, I wish they would have drafted Paxton Lynch. Oh, yeah. Because I hate the Cowboys. Would have been great. <laughs> Would have been great. Personally. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's see. All right, so today we're off script, everybody. It's more of a casual show, so we're going to be reaching out to the comment section, uh, reading some of the stuff. So we have, what about Henry Ruggs? He's the best player in jail. He's the best driver in jail. I don't know if he's He's, the best player. Yeah, he's the best driver in jail. And the thing about Henry Ruggs is I want to talk about this. So in Vegas or Nevada, I'm not sure if it's just Vegas or Nevada as a whole, every year – all the cases that are uh, presented, once it hits the year mark, it gets transferred over to a new judge. And for whatever reason, his case is staying with the judge it was originally assigned to because she made a request. It was approved, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people are saying it's because right. she wants the 15 minutes of fame because it's such a high-profile case. You, you know, about her family? Rugs and a huh? Talking about her, she's dead. So is her dog. I said the judge. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I lost connection there. I was no. like, dude, is she reaching on from the no, grave? No. No. <laughs> 15 no. minutes of fame is gone. <laughs> no. So the judge 
that was assigned the case is choosing to keep the case. She made a request to keep the case uh, so she can proceed over the case. A lot of people are saying it's because she wants her 15 minutes of fame or, you know, she really wants to put him away, lock him up and make sure he stays in jail forever. We don't know what's going on. The other thing is, as far as I know, Henry Ruggs is free at the moment because we saw previously a couple of uh, weeks ago that he was practicing on a football field like he was about to, you know, suit up and go play in the NFL. Yeah. So I'm very confused on what's happening there. I feel like it, this is going to get swept under the rug. I feel like he's going to get a minimum <laughs> sentence. I feel like See what he's going to get probation <laughs> or something like that. So I, I, it's an interesting story. Uh, it's definitely one that we should all follow along because somebody that does something as sinister as uh, get filthy up. drunk and then drive your vehicle 150 plus down the strip of Vegas and ram your vehicle into another car and kill the lady and her dog sit on the sidewalk while she screams in pain yeah. as she's passed in a way uh, you deserve to go to jail and rot in jail for your actions. Um, yeah. But, uh, Ninji, what's this thing about the giveaway? So, everybody that's in the chat, please, first off, if you know anybody that is a football fan of any kind... Get them in here. Uh, everybody, get them in the booth. Yeah, get them in here. Everybody loves memorabilia. Everyone loves memorabilia at some point during the live. It may be at, right at the end before we hop off. It may be within the next five minutes. You don't know when we're going to give it away. But at some point throughout the night, somebody that is in the live, they have to be currently in the live. Like right now, you have to be we able to do a chat. live spin. Cannot... We'll do a live spin wheel. Put your names in the hat, spin it, call it a day. So, so the uh, giveaway will be this jersey. This is a Cam Makers FSU jersey signed. Other way. Signed at the bottom. It is authenticated by Beckett. It has the authentication tag with it. Uh, so it is real. Uh, 100%. It'll come to you for free. I will pay for shipping. I will do everything that I need to do to get it to you, but somebody will win this. It is uh, it's 100% free, it's 100% authentic. It's memorabilia. Go up on the wall. You can sell it. You can do whatever you want with it, but it is a free jersey. Everybody likes free stuff. We're here to give back to the community, especially to the supporters of the stream. Yes, sir. Uh, and the podcast and everything. So if you know anybody out there, shoot them the live. Tell them what's going on. It's a casual show today. Uh, thanks, Dad. You got it, bud. Uh, <clears throat> shoot it out to them. You know, we're taking questions in the chat. Also, if there's something you guys want us to talk about, we'll talk about. Uh, we can talk about uh, where do we think Derek Carr is going to land? The man, the myth, the legend himself. Where's he going to go? We will, know, are we playing quarterback carousel here? We want to start that. Let's do quarterback carousel. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's, let's do just it. throw All it right. out there. <clears throat> quarterback carousel. Derek Carr. Let's start off with Derek Carr, though. The Jets. To me, it makes perfect sense. You got a. He's already been, he's already visited visited twice. You've got Garrett Wilson, yep. Elijah Moore. You got Brees Hall. Um, I can't remember who their tuck or the, um, their tight end is, but I mean tight ends are a dime a dozen. You can draft one if you need one to pick one up at free agency. Mm-hmm. They have a good offensive line. It's not bad. They have a great defense, and they're a quarterback away from being a real contender. And yep. while I'm not huge on Derek Carr, I think he's a, a slightly above average quarterback. He's better than what the Jets already have. Zach Wilson, trash. 
Joe Flacco? Yes. Trash. Absolutely. So, yeah. to me, Derek so Carr is I, 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 could, I could definitely see that as a possibility. Um, I will say that Derek Carr is going to the Saints. He's had two visits as well with the Saints. Uh, his visits with the Saints were a little bit more lengthy than they were with the Jets. The Jets were a little more of a, uh, you know, a, hey, let's get to know each other kind of thing. And then that was kind of it. Uh, the Saints, it was two times. One of them lasted a few hours. I think it's a perfect fit for him. Uh, it's a mediocre team. He's a mediocre quarterback. <laughs> Mesh them together, and they may be able to make something happen. So Yeah. Uh, now, I mean, I'm going to push back a little Saints, bit on the Saints. I know he's visited them, but they might be getting rid of Michael Thomas. Even though he's been injured, he's still – at least he used to be an elite receiver. They have – Alvin Kamara, it's kind of on the fringe with, you know, legal reasons going on with him going on right now. They don't really have anybody. He would be incomplete. He'd go from a rebuild team to a rebuild team, and I don't know at this point in his career that he wants to go to a rebuild team. Maybe Indy. Who knows? Yeah. Can we go Indy? That's another rebuild team. (laughs) I know. Someone said Houston. I don't know, man. Houston is definitely not going to be it. Houston's no. going to be taking a quarterback in the draft. They're they're taking a a nice quarterback in the draft. Who are they, they, they may even who are they taking right now on the spot. QB we're playing QB carousel, so that includes upcoming NFL draft quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're we're plugging and putting quarterbacks on these NFL teams. So if I know the Houston Texans, they're going to take Will Levis. Okay, I can see that. I if think the Panthers Will, Will, Levis, Will Levis or Bryce Young not, are the two. I'm probably going to pin to Houston. If it, Look, if it was up to me, if I was in the uh, draft room, if it was up to me, I'm, I'm taking Bryce Young. Bryce Young has shown that he's a NFL quarterback. Not height-wise or weight-wise, but he's an NFL quarterback. He is a – the way he plays the game and the way he – like intellectually – NFL quarterback. <clears throat> he has all through. the traits besides the size. Yeah. I mean, and the the main thing is you see a lot of these shorter quarterbacks. Again, I know Alabama, and we've had this conversation before, has him listed at six foot. He is not six foot. I can promise you that he's not six foot. He is shorter. He's probably about 5'10". All right? They have him listed at 195. That's still light. You would like to see it. Like, he's Kyler Murray's 5'10", but he's like 2'10", 215. Yeah. And he can run. Very athletic. Bryce is comparable to Tua. I, I would say Bryce is better than Tua. Ten folds better than Tua. He's got a bigger arm. Yeah. He's more accurate. He's more polished as a passer. Better pa- pocket awareness. Tua to me. And plus, is you, hit a ceiling if you it. compare if you compare both of their Alabama careers, Bryce ten times better. Ten times better. The unfortunate part is Bryce didn't have the team around him that Tua had. So you, you say, oh, well, they didn't make it to the national championship yeah. with uh, Bryce. He didn't have the assets. Tua but had some you dogs. Watch each, yeah, but if you watch each and every single game that Bryce played, he played his heart out, and every single thing that went wrong with the team wasn't on Bryce. Bryce was the one who made things that were going bad go good. Yeah. Anything that went bad was not on him. He is His uh, pocket awareness is fantastic. He knows when to scramble. He knows when to get rid of the ball. He has, for his size, his arm strength is fairly decent, I would say. Uh, if I'm going to compare him to a NFL quarterback right now, 
I would say a smaller version of Jalen Hurts this season. As That's who as, I would yeah. compare it to. It's a, it's a fair comparison. My Bryce Young comp is probably going to be a more long because he has that escapability, but he's not like uber athletic like Jalen is. Um, although I do, I see what you're saying as far as how Jalen played this year. Um, Jalen ran when he had to, but it wasn't necessarily every, every, um, everything. I, Bryce Young to me, I, a shorter Herbert has the athletic ability to get out. Maybe doesn't have as big as an arm as Justin Herbert, but they both have tremendous touch on their passes. Great pocket presence. And again, Herbert's got the size over Bryce Young, but uh, that would probably be my comp. But I, I would, I'd say Texans, like you said, Will Levis or Bryce Young will probably be my plug-and-play guy there. Yeah, unfortunately, what's going to happen, though, so with the QB carousel, the, I, I, would, I would put money on this. I, I'm willing to put money on this that the – Carolina Panthers will take Will Levis. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a mistake, okay? Because I know everybody is hype on Will Levis. Will Levis is... We are not. <laughs> we are not. Yeah, we, we are not We are not <laughs> hype on Will Levis. Will Levis is a... Blake Bortles 2.0. <laughs> I wouldn't even put him there. I'm going to say a Paxton Lynch, you know, type of, <laughs> <laughs> type of quarterback. The the Panthers need to make a stronger push for a better quarterback than yeah. Will Levis because the Panthers are in a rebuild mode to the max. Uh, they need a quarterback that's going to be able to rally a team to win. Will Levis ain't that guy. Yeah. If you I'll... can't rally the Kentucky team that they had this season to win more games than they won, yeah, you I mean ain't it. it. It wasn't a, a great his, team. He lost his number one receiver, Wondell Robinson, to the draft last year to the Giants. But I agree. I just don't see him. Well, like you said, I think the Panthers are probably going to be it because Frank Reich likes his athletic quarterbacks. If not for um, Will Levis, maybe AR if he's still there. Um, Ryan says uh, AR is probably going to go to the Colts. CBS has AR-15 going to the Colts, first pick overall, then trading with the Bears. Do you agree with that? You think AR-15 goes Colts, first overall pick? Uh, uh, it would be smart. It would he be a fantastic fit for the Colts. Yeah, it would be a fantastic fit for the Colts to get AR-15. Um, a lot of people are saying that the Bucks are going to take them, and then they're going to have the dual uh, Florida Gator quarterbacks, Kyle Trask and AR-15, mm-hmm. with AR-15 sitting back and uh, Kyle Trask getting his shot. Uh, but the Colts being able to snag AR-15 would be – fantastic for them i think he is a perfect fit i think he's the quarterback that you can build a team around rather than having to just plug him in and wait for another quarterback to come around he would be a franchise style quarterback now it will take a year you're gonna have to let him sit a year but it's gonna be like pat mahomes pat mahomes sat a year with alex smith and now we see pat mahomes how pat mahomes is so then you do out the ar-15 you're bringing veteran maybe bring back jacoby Brissett for a year Whatever you have to do, and get AR fifty because he's going to slay the combine. He's six foot four, two hundred and forty pounds. He's going to run a four three four four. He can throw it eighty yards standing still. He has everything you want and more. He just has to, his problem is his footwork. It's not his vision. It's not his touch. Anything like that. That progressed throughout the year. It's his footwork. He gets sloppy with his footwork. Trusts his arm too much. 
That's coachable. That's what you what people see. They say 50, 55% completion percentage with AR-15. Like, that sucks. That means he was yeah. missing all over. But if you look at his throws, and, I mean, as a Gator fan, watched a lot of it, a lot of drops. He didn't have any elite receivers. And then, two, again, sloppy footwork led to high throws here and there, and then he just trusts his arm. And this is coachable stuff. You can probably get him to 60, yeah. 61% completion percentage, which is – League average, and you know, include his athletic ability. I would take him personally, no bias, number one overall if I'm the Colts and can trade up because I think he has the highest ceiling. Yes, he has the lowest floor, but he has the highest ceiling. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, what do you guys think about Ja Gibbs, the newest addition to the Alabama uh, Crimson and Cream running back? Yeah, running back from Georgia Tech. I believe he yeah. played two years at Georgia Tech. He is a he's a good running back. Uh, if he gets the, I don't I don't want to say he's gonna become a star. I, I don't want to say that he's gonna be like his comp is Alvin Kamara. Yeah. So that, that's what fair. That, what that what I saw from Jaw was when it came to running through the ta- uh, between tackles. Um, they didn't, Alabama didn't really use him that much. He's a home run hitter and he can, he's essentially another receiver on the field as well. Uh, so to me, again, the Alvin Kamara comp is a good comp. It's probably the best comp. Uh, to me, he's our running back too. And I have him going to Philly at 31 or 30, pick 30. So Scott Gibbs is from my hometown. He ran a four, two forty. Yeah. He's That's a speedster. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> He's a speedster. I'd take him in the middle. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he, he'll do good in the NFL. He will. Uh, but John Robinson's still better. But John Robinson's still better. Absolutely. I I I am praying that somehow the Rams get yeah. Robinson. I I don't know how it would happen. It's a it's more of like a fever dream, you know, because it's just you know, not going to happen. But I, you have to trade I, like the farm yeah. to get him. He's a lot of so I've been looking at the a lot of mock drafts and a lot of mock drafts have him going to the second round. We have a second round draft pick. Yeah, I'm just praying that that's who we pick up. We are good on wide receivers. We have Cooper Cup, who's going to be healed up this season. Van Jefferson's going to be healed up this season. We've got. Uh, Higby, he's good to go. Yeah. Cam Akers is probably gone. He's going to be going to another team. He will be a starter on whatever team he goes to because he is a solid running back as long as he can, can control the ball. We need to replace that with somebody who is a powerhouse. And the only powerhouse that I can think of that will fit perfectly with what the Rams have going on is Bajan Robinson. He's, he's clear I A. Just, he's clear A. Everyone else is kind of... Yeah. There's a clear split between I just, them. But I this just is a running back him on the team. My man, Absolutely. My man is my name is dying <clears throat> for that Texas running back. Now, guys out there, if you guys yes. are looking for a running back, this is a very heavy draft. I'm talking about Taji Spears from um, Tulsa or Tulane. I mean, you have Muhammad Ibrahim from um, Minnesota. You've got Jamar Gibbs from Alabama, of course. You've got uh, Deuce Vaughn from what is it, Kansas State who's more like a Darren Sproles kind of player. So this is a very, very, very nice running back class. And Bajan Robinson is, he's A. That's tier A, right? Everyone else is probably going to fall in that tier B. But you're not going to, 
see too much fall off from Jamar Gibbs, Taji Spears, Mohamed Ibrahim. Mohamed Ibrahim is probably more of a uh, heavy hitter, short yardage back, but he definitely has that um, that potential. So, yeah, this is a really good running back class. But um, going back to quarterbacks, uh, where do you see – who else is who else is out there? Who do you, where do you see C.J. Stroud going? To me, I am think he's going Raiders. I think the Raiders are taking him a quarterback. I don't think they're going to – Raiders? Yeah, I don't think the Raiders are going to go pick up a – you know, a veteran quarterback. What, where are the Raiders at? They're at on the draft board. Pick eight. I don't see CJ dropping. CJ's not dropping that low. You don't think CJ's going to? I think I think that AR and Will Levis are going to blow the combine up with how big their arms are and what they're going to run on the forty. And and I think Bryce Young, they're going to see Bryce Young's production. I think there's some questions on CJ Stroud because he played decent against Georgia. But he was very up and down throughout his career. He wasn't he wasn't consistently bad. He was either average or slightly above average or good. But there's a lot of like, does he have that in him as far as that dog, that I got to win mentality. And it's kind of swirling around. And I think that maybe if he doesn't blow the interviews away and he doesn't light up the combine, that he could slide to that eight or nine pick. I still think he's a top ten pick, but I think the Raiders could be a good fit. That's all I'm saying. I don't. I just either that or the Panthers. I mean, he's a semi-athletic quarterback that can throw on the run. Um, he showed against uh, in the playoffs that he can run. But uh, again, I just I think that the other quarterbacks are going to go to the combine and blow it away, and then that might push. We might see Justin Fields, you know, all year was 1A, 1B, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. And all of a sudden, Zach Wilson had a good pro day, and it pushed Justin Fields down the line. And, you know, who else was in that draft class? I can't remember. Either way, I know Justin Fields slid after a couple quarterbacks had a good combine or pro day, and I could see that potential slide with another Ohio State quarterback in Cedar Stroud. That's fair. I, I just – CJ is – I think the only thing that will hinder CJ is the fact that he had so many weapons and he wasn't able to complete the season with a national championship. Oh, yeah, he had dogs. <laughs> he had he had probably the best wide receiver core in college football this season, and, and they fumbled, uh, unfortunately. I mean, so Chicago, I know I, Chicago's trading down. Yeah, I don't know who they're, they're going to trade them. down with. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know who they're going to trade down with. Um, whoever whoever they trade that uh, number one spot to might take C.J. Stroud. I don't know who. I, I, the Rams need a quarterback. They somehow trade the farm away. They get rid of Cooper Cup. They get rid of Cam Akers and the second round of pick and the future first, all that to get C.J. Stroud. <laughs> you hate life. <laughs> that. If that happens, I, I promise you. You better hope he pans out because <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> my man's hurt right don't, now. I don't think don't it's gonna do happen. Like that. It, was a, it was a joke. Don't do I don't me think like it's that. gonna happen. But so they're so they're gonna trade down. So I, I think C.J. Stroud's a number one draft pick player. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, based off of what we saw. Granted, he has some elite players to throw to. I still think he's a number one draft pick type of quarterback. But I also think Bryce Young 
is a number one draft pick quarterback. If you are a GM I think right now, AR fifteen. If you are a GM right now, now the top five quarterbacks that are projected. Obviously, I think Hinton Hooker's higher on my list than Will Levis. He's a bit, Hinton yes. Hooker is my top five. Yeah, I know he's twenty five, but I think and he's coming off an ACL, but he should be fine before mini camp and all that. All right. So, but let's just go off the normal top five of Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, and um, I can't remember his name. The dude from Stanford. Uh, who are you taking? If you have the first overall pick, any pick you want, doesn't matter what team you are, you are Team Taylor. Who is Team Taylor picking? Bryce Young. So, Bryce Young should be the first overall pick. No matter who, who trades up, yep. whatever. It depends. So it it all depends on what team you have, though, and how you have it structured. Mm. You know, like the Arizona Cardinals, their whole scheme revolves around Kyler Murray's capabilities to escape yeah. the pocket. Yeah, and his KD ratio. The Eagles, they are formatted to where Jalen Hurts plays. You can't plug and play in that system. It is designed around Jalen Hurts. Uh, so it depends on what team is up there and what they have already designed and what pieces they already have. Yeah, That's where it comes into play is who's going to be the number one. But if I'm going like strictly off of, like I can change my entire team around this player, I'm taking Bryce Young. He seems like the most capable of the quarterbacks that are on so the draft. So are you able to get – I mean, obviously, guys, we're going to start obviously looking into it in the next episode. We will start doing our top fives. Um, and we're going to do a mock draft in the next episode, so stay tuned for that. But give me just a real quick top five. In in order, who would you have your top – we'll do quarterbacks, top five quarterbacks for this upcoming draft. Over this upcoming draft. Yeah, uh, next episode you can change your mind if you watch some film or whatever and you're like, okay, let me change my mind. But we're just on the spot, top five. So are we keeping it as if Chicago's still at number one and they don't trade down? I mean, top five in general. Like, I'm not saying, like, who's getting drafted first or anything like that. I mean, like, if you were to look at all five quarterbacks, all quarterbacks in this draft, and that you were a, a scout, you as a scout, who would be your top five? What was that? You kind of break it out there. Oh. Sounded robotic. Talk. All right. How how am I? How am I now? All right. Sorry, top five again. Uh, Bright Young, C.J. Stroud, A.R. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Will Levis will be there. So I'd have to put him at four because he's going to get taken. Yeah. Personally, I think he's dog shit. Yeah. But it's unfortunately. Fifth. I don't know who I'd put at five. And I've got an extreme lag going on. You guys still hear me? Yeah, but you are lagging a little bit. 
like as far as uh your mic yeah i'm getting a lag under in there as well i'm not sure if it's lagging for everybody in the uh you're clear now stream or not okay but uh Tanner McKee. McKee, that's what it is. There you go. That's how I was looking up. Yeah, so I like that. I think my list would be a little different. I would have Young at one. I would have AR-15 at two, CJ Stroud at three, Hendon Hooker at four, and Tanner McKee at five. Well, Will Levis being at six if I'm a, a scout or a GM. Just, I'm not big on Will Levis. I'm not. And to be honest, I think Hendon Hooker is better than a lot of people are getting credit for. Yes, I know. Again, ACL, he's 25 years old. But I think Hendon Hooker in the second round is a good value pick, especially if your team looking to win now or at least win in the next two, three years. I think you can get that out of Hendon Hooker. He's got a good arm. He's accurate. He's mobile, makes good decisions. Uh, AR-15, sky-high potential. I think I like his potential more than, and at the end of the day, his running ability more than C.J. Stroud's. Uh, ceiling, and then Bryce Young, I think, is just the, probably the most polished passer, pure passer, that we've seen in the past probably five or six uh, six years. So that's that's how I would go. And then, huh. yeah. So the reason why I've got um, I've got those <clears throat> up there since we're talking to like if I'm a GM, Will Levis has that ability to go to a team and convince them that he is that guy. He's got an arm. He does. I'm not going to take it. He is yeah. a, a cannon. He has that ability to go in and say, hey, look, this is what you need, and this is what I can provide. I can turn this team around. I can work. I can learn this playbook. You give me X amount of days, X amount of weeks, X amount of months. I've got this playbook down. I will come in and I will do everything that I can to be the quarterback that you need me to be. Yeah. Because Patrick Mahomes, whenever he was entering the draft, there was a lot of doubters about his playing ability. And before the Super Bowl, you know, all the stories come out about <clears throat> what happened, you know, before the draft, during the draft and everything like that. Patrick Mahomes went to the Kansas City Chiefs because they were looking at him. Mm-hmm. And he said, look, I will learn every single play, offensive and defensive. I can recite them back to you after this amount of time. I will put in every single ounce of effort that I can possibly put in to be the quarterback to bring you a, a championship, a ring, a Super Bowl, whatever you want to call it. He made them believe in him. Will Levis has that type of ability to make people believe in him with the way that he can speak, with the way that he can memorize things, the way that he can learn a playbook quickly. And he does have that arm strength, so that's an added plus. So as a GM, what you're looking for is somebody who's going to come in and be that grit type of player, that player that's going to come in and do everything that it takes to become a Patrick Mahomes, a Jalen Hurts, a Tom Brady, an Aaron Rodgers, you know, all of these top players, you know, that's what they're looking for. They're not just looking for, he did good. He did good in college, you know, so we're just going to take him straight up. There's so much more that GMs look into and that's why 
Will Levis is on the top five list of GM. Yeah, and I'm going to have to uh, expand and agree with you there. A lot of people, again, looking at Will Levis, and again, I just I see what you're saying, and I don't. I'm not going off college tape, guys. I know a lot of people are like, well, AR15 Will Levis, they sucked in college and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, they didn't put up the biggest numbers. The NFL GMs are not looking at college numbers. They're not. That's not. They're looking for traits. They're looking your passing ability, your pocket awareness, your ability to read defenses and stuff like that, because they understand that in college you're going to have an underwhelming amount of not really talented teams. The UK team that Will Lewis was on that weren't very talented. They had a couple talented pieces here or there. Uh, the Florida team that AR is on or was on wasn't uberly talented on offense. They didn't really have a good tight, you know, solid tight end. Their wide receivers were okay. Bryce Young, you look at Bryce Young, no over-the-top great receivers. Uh, Alabama, C.J. Stroud's the only, and maybe Hendon Hooker because he had, you know, Jalen Hyatt, who's potentially going first-round, second-round wide receiver, and Brew McCoy. But C.J. Stroud's the only one that had talent. And so when NFL evaluators, yeah, your talent, yeah. yeah, when NFL evaluators looking at these guys, and you, and every year it happens, they're like, "How the heck is this person above this person?" Did you not watch college football? And I understand you got to trust the tape sometimes, but sometimes the tape lies, and that's why that's why. So you might see these. How can Anthony Richardson? I see people going Anthony Richardson based off his college tape should not go until the fourth round. That's not what scouts are looking at. The traits, traits, guys. We got to focus on the traits. And so, like you said, Will Levis, you know, we're, we, you said the Panthers to Will Levis, and I kind of agree there. I like that fit. Another fit and that I could see is the New York Giants because there's contract disputes now with Daniel Jones, who's asking for mm-hmm. too much money, and they mm-hmm. might trade up. I know, I know. To me, he might be Daniel Jones 2.0, but mm-hmm. Daniel Jones is asking for, I think, was it $50 million a year or whatever? And the Giants, I don't know if they're willing to pay that. And they could potentially throw the franchise on Daniel, draft Will Levis, you know. And they put... throw the franchise on Daniel, Saquon's gone. Oh, there's already reports that Saquon's hitting the market, that he's asking too much and they can't afford it. Yeah, it's either... if, they, if they franchise him, Saquon's gone. Yeah, well, that's, that's what the reports are, is they either keep Daniel Jones or they keep Saquon. And because running backs are lower-valued, they're going to move on from Saquon and try to keep Daniel Jones. But Daniel Jones is asking a lot of money for a guy who doesn't really have – he's a good, he's a decent quarterback. I'll say this. He do, he did play pretty good this year. But the only reason why I said that is because they have Wondell Robinson, UK wide receiver, who, when he was with Will Levis, had his played his best ball. Will Levis played his best ball. You already have that connection. You don't have to worry about that. But – that that's I'm just don't it's a wrench in the hat. I don't think it's gonna happen, Taylor. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there's a potential for it to happen because the Giants are potentially looking to move up to get a quarterback. I I, I just don't see that happen. I, I the Giants are going to pay Daniel Jones. Whether it's gonna be that fifty million a year that he's looking for or they're gonna be able to negotiate something a little bit smaller, whatever it is, they're keeping Daniel Jones because he proved yeah. this season that I've got the ability to be a decent quarterback. 
He did. He did play good you know, this year. I will give the flowers. Yeah, he, he he played a good season. He played a good season. Uh, Saquon played a phenomenal season. <laughs> he deserves the money more than Daniel I mean, Jones, but yeah, he's not going to get it. The only thing, the only thing about Saquon is he's injury prone. So yeah. paying him that much money is a huge risk. So I could see why they would move on from him, but I would think it's stupid of the Giants to move on from Saquon or Daniel Jones at this moment. Now that they're just getting things working. Okay. Could you it's see this? Been, Daniel, Daniel Jones and they draft in the first round, but John Robinson at picked, I think they're like 15 or 16, which is a decent area for John Robinson. If they're moving on from Saquon, yeah, but I, I would not move on from Saquon. So just so everybody knows, this is a casual, off the script. You know, we're just throwing random things out on this show. Nothing's, nothing scripted. We're just throwing stuff out there. So Will Levis is not the guy either. He is already injury prone in college. He will be the Carson Wentz 2023 edition. Derek, I cannot agree more. I branded and I cannot agree more. We absolutely hate and despise Will Levis, and Will Levis puts mayonnaise in his coffee. So there yeah. right there, he should drop down to the last does not get more wider than that. That is, you just don't see that. <clears throat> I've seen a Lamar for field straight up trade talk. I have seen that as well too. Yeah. I've also seen Denver chatting with the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on There's there. Talk that fields might get traded uh, for more draft capital is. Yeah. It says Amanda, but it's it's Ryan. It's my dad. So, yeah. There's Fields. Fe- Fields getting traded, in my opinion, it is saves stupid. his career. Now, to me, it saves his career. <laughs> it would save his career. It would personally save his career, but as a organization, moving on from Fields would be stupid. Fields is a good quarterback. Fields needs some weapons in order to in capitalize on his talent. He cannot do it all by himself, and that's what he's had to do this season. If you watched it, it was all Fields. Fields had to run the ball every single time. He had zero opportunity to sit back in the pocket, find an open receiver, and make the play. Moving on from him and making him the problem with this past season would be asinine and ridiculous. Hey, Chase Claypool said he's a top five receiver, so. Hey, the Bears got some. I would say the number one draft pick has to be traded. Yes, absolutely. Chicago will trade their number one yeah. draft pick. Lamar for Fields just sounds wild. Corey, this is why it's not as wild as you think. Let me break this down on why people are saying it. All right. Lamar and Fields are similar players, both super athletic, big arms. The Bears would not have to reconstructure their offense around Lamar because they can run the same offense that they ran with Fields and vice versa. And the Ravens are going to get more draft cap or um, cap space because they're paying Fields a lot less and still able to play Fields in that same limit. Now, is Lamar better than the Fields? Of course. But yes. the Ravens are in a predicament where they don't have a lot of cap space, so they don't know how they either pay Lamar and the rest of your team suffers or you move on from Lamar and build up your team and go into rebuild mode. And if you do that, again, you can do that with Fields because he's on a rookie deal still. Take that cap space build around fields and then the bears they're gonna have, they have the money the bears have a lot of money they have a lot of cap space so they can pay yeah. lamar yeah still get a team still draft a couple players pick up free agencies whatever but they don't have to change the complete off it's not that you're going from a peyton manning pocket passer 
to Michael Vick. You're going from a running quarterback to a running quarterback. So the offense doesn't necessarily have to change. And that's – now I'm not saying it's smart. I know Taylor's about to say that. It's a dumb move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that it's smart. But I'm sa- I can yeah. see why they're saying it because you're not changing your offense. You're saving money as far as the Ravens go. The Bears can afford Lamar. The whole thing works out for everybody. Logistically, it works out for everybody. It's not a good move, though. I, 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 I don't see that happening. Um, from my personal opinion, what I see happening with Lamar Jackson, I know everybody's saying Derek Carr's going to the Jets or somebody else is going to the Jets. <clears throat> I've got Lamar Jackson going to the Jets. You have a quarterback who can absolutely just destroy players on the field with his feet, and then you have one of the youngest teams in the NFL with a lot of talent and you plug in Lamar Jackson with those players, the oh, Jets then filthy. become playoff contenders. That's not they are Super now Bowl contenders. contenders. <laughs> Super Bowl yeah, contenders. Super Bowl contenders. They are one hundred percent contenders at that point. Yeah. Uh the Bears are going to trade their number one draft pick. They're like uh Derek said in the chat, they're gonna trade that's it gonna for happen. draft capital yeah, and happen. they're gonna pick up some offensive line players. They also need to give uh, Fields another weapon. They need another wide receiver that is durable and somebody who's going to be able to actually get open. I mean, who do they have? They have Mooney and Claypool. There you go. The number three (laughs) uh, wide receiver in the entire league. DeAndre Hopkins is potentially available. Michael Thomas of the Saints is available. DeAndre Hopkins is available. I would go Hopkins over if I would. If I'm trying to trade the farm for anybody. It'd be Hopkins over Thomas because Thompson <clears throat> or Thomas is uh, injury prone and you haven't really seen him play for like two or three years. Yeah. Um, but I would go Hop. I could Hopkins would be a nice addition. Uh, you can maybe manage Chase. You know, M- Mooney and Claypool would be a nice number two and three with the Hopkins. Yeah. And then just invest in that offense line because Jesus, Almighty, is Justin Fields running for his life back there. <laughs> But if you build that offensive line and get Hopkins in there somehow, maybe maybe the Bears can turn it around. Derek just made probably one of the – look, so I think he's talking about Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is unhappy yeah. with the Bills. We have mentioned that multiple times throughout the season. The reason why the Bills did not go far into the playoffs was because Stephon Diggs was – unhappy for whatever reason they were not utilizing him to the yeah, point where he, him thought he should have been utilized he is a passionate player he is a talented player who is not being utilized to the best of his ability if they were to trade him and he goes to the bears super bowl contenders because if you have claypool mooney Diggs, fields and you trade that number one draft pick and pick up some offensive line players. That's a wrap. And I think you're going to for decently that cheap. Team, Third round pick this year team, and a second round pick next year. I think that, I think that would get you that pick. Yeah, absolutely. That would be insane. The bear, that would be, that would probably be the best move for the bears would be to somehow get digs. Cause with that number one draft pick, the bills would be like, yeah, Absolutely. He doesn't want to be here. It's clear that Diggs does not want to be with yeah. the Bills anymore. He's not being 
used the way that he wants to be used. And it's two years now that they've come up short where they should have gone all the way. Last season, the Bills should have been in the Super Bowl. This season, with the players that they had and the talent that they had, they should have at least been in the AFC Championship. And they weren't. So if I'm Stefan Diggs, I want out. If I'm the Bears and he's available, I have the number one draft pick. I'm utilizing that draft pick, trading for Stefan Diggs, giving Fields some type of weapon outside of Mooney and Claypool, and just running wild this upcoming season. Can I throw a hot take out there? Justin Fields will be traded round one. Of the NFL draft. No, I just I'm telling I'm throwing it out there. No, it's swirling around. I'm throwing it out there. You know, at the no. green now. If, now, if I'm right, you gotta shave your head. Look, look. If you are right here, this is what I'll do. If Justin Fields is traded in the first round, he's like, unhappy with the Bears right now. He's on a couple podcasts where he, he said he's look, unhappy with the Bears, and the Bears are unhappy with if, him. They don't see the future with him. Get your capital if he gets now. Traded, if he gets traded during the draft, I will send you this autographed helmet, Donovan McNabb, camo with the visor, with the authentication on there. Uh, you I have my address. So let's go ahead and get a package. I've got your address. <laughs> if he gets traded happen. during the draft, if he gets traded, that's yours. If bears I come to you as a Bears GM and go, hey, <clears throat> I will give you – X, Y, and Z. I'll give you this year's first-round pick, next year's first-round pick, this year's second-round pick, and a, say, a fifth-round pick, and a player. I think the Bears might take that because guess what? If they get a future first-round pick and they don't see a quarterback like a Bryce Young and she just tried that they want this year, Caleb Williams and Drake may come out next year, and those are two quarterbacks that are probably way better than the quarterbacks in this draft class. And if they don't believe in Justin Fields – you get your money now because if Justin Fields plays this year and he plays bad, you're not getting that first-round pick for him again. You might get a second or a third, and that's about it. So if, it, if there's a timetable to trade him, it might be now because right now he's still on potential. I don't see it happening. If it does, that helmet's yours. I'll send it your way. Now, off to what Derek said. Do you think the Bills' windows is over now? I think it is. If Stefan Diggs is traded, uh, if he goes somewhere else, whatever, the the Bills are going to be on a decline. They've had, I want to say, th- three or four years where they should have gone to the Super Bowl. They've been in a position, and each and every single time, they failed to capitalize. It's not Josh Allen's fault because Josh Allen is an all-around complete quarterback. Josh Allen is this era's Philip Rivers. All the talent in the world can't get over the hump. Both were number. I'm 17. not going to say that yet. I'm not going to say that yet. I won't this say era's that yet. Philip Rivers. I can't say that yet. Hot hmm. take: Bryce Young doesn't get a second. I don't NFL think that's contract. a hot of a take, and I know Aaron, I know Taylor is going to disagree. But honestly, I don't think it's a hot of a take. Five foot nine, five foot ten, maybe five eleven, hundred ninety pounds. I think he's gonna get rocked, and it might not. I think the injury bug might hit him, and uh, it depends. It, it depends on where he goes. It depends on where he goes. 
if let's say let's say look if he went to the Bengals for whatever reason and he started for the Bengals I would agree because he would get destroyed because their offensive line is wet cardboard in a rainstorm but I, I don't agree with that Drake may gonna have CTE by next year's draft diving for TDs like he does hey CT CTD he sees TDs okay hey you don't if you don't get CTE, you didn't play in the NFL. Yeah. I agree. He's, He's too, too small. small. If we are saying that Bryce Young is too small <clears throat> and he's not going to get a second contract, then Kyler Murray should no, already no, be out of the no, league. No, no, because Kyler is short and stout, not short and skinny. Bryce Young is 185, 195 pounds. Kyler Murray you're telling me, is you're telling a lot me right more stout. Now, he is more mus- muscle. You're telling me right pricing. now, the moment he gets drafted, they're not going to beef him up. They're not going to get him prepared to get out on an NFL field. His playing weight is 195. He has played that for four years in college, three four years in college. It's not going to change. He might put up five more pounds. And he might be 200 pounds, but he's not as athletic as Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson or anything like that. He is a leaner frame, and he is going to some look. I, again, I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. But his height and his weight are the no. biggest concern. <clears throat> you're telling me, you're telling me, Bryce, little Bryce Young, who can barely see over his six foot eight lineman, who has to move out the pocket like a West Coast RPA, RPO kind of style, just to see down the field. When he gets rocked by a, I don't know, throwing it at Aaron Donald, he's going to sit there and get back up every time. This is the thing about Bryce Young, though. He, like I told you earlier, he is one of the more intellectual players in the draft right now. So he has the capabilities to get the ball out before he gets rocked. He's able to escape the pocket, get the ball away, make plays happen when they shouldn't happen before getting rocked. He's that not was a by, that was behind Bama's offensive line. And he might go to a team that doesn't have as good – everyone's in the NFL, but he's going to – he might go to a team that doesn't have as good off- offensive line. If he goes to the Texans, they don't have a good offensive line. So I mean, we are predicting be that we're moving out. So we're predicting that Bryce Young is going to get slaughtered so bad he won't pick up a, another contract. I, I don't know. And he's got to live up to the hype. He's got to live up to the hype. I mean, his hype right now is he's the next greatest thing since a slice of bread. Because of how good of a passer he is, and he he is intelligent, but you guys have to remember know. the rule changes in the NFL are now structured around quarterbacks. After this season, after what happened to Tua, the rule changes that are going to be put into place to protect quarterbacks even more are going to enhance his playing ability. It's going to decrease his chances of getting injured. So, therefore, he will get a second contract in the NFL. He will succeed as a starter in the NFL. He might get a second contract, but it isn't going to be for a backup role. He will not be a backup quarterback. By year by year six, when he's in that looking for a next contract, he might be looking. For, he might just because he's a first round pick, and you know we see him Baker Mayfield, who is a glorified backup quarterback, getting these other mm-hmm. deals. Because if he was a first round pick, he might get a starter job after year, at year six because of where he was drafted, and he has the talent. 
But, and then you're gritting your teeth. You're like, do not mention Baker Mayfield over here. <laughs> no, you can mention Baker Mayfield all you want. Baker Mayfield yeah. is a glorified back quarterback. But I just don't. I just, look, I like Bryce Young a lot, and I want him to succeed. But the hits he's about to take in the NFL, I don't know if he's durable. We'll see. We'll see. I'm telling you right now, they're going to beef him up. They're going to get him ready for the NFL. They're not going to throw him out there, college weight, into the NFL. They're going to prepare him to play for the NFL. That's just what the NFL does. Now, if he goes to the Dolphins, his career is over. Yeah, they'll play him even if he has a concussion. If he goes to the Dolphins, I will agree 100%. Now, Let's take a break from the conversation real quick, just so everybody, just in case anybody new has arrived into the <clears throat> chat, uh, we are going to be giving away here shortly, probably within the next 20, 30 minutes, uh, a Cam Akers autographed jersey. Auto. FSU College Uni. It is Beckett authenticated. It'll come with the authentication uh, paper, so you can put it up. People ask about it. It's real, authentic. It is all yours for authentic. free. Free. You must you must be in the chat during the drawing. We will put your names into a spin wheel. I will spin it, and then the and winner we'll will receive it. it. And the and winner will, will receive it within we'll five to ten it. business days. All right. And how many QBs got hurt this year? I can think of Tua. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, Tua Lamar. Uh, Kyler's was just that's yeah. turf. Winston was uh, hurt for a while. I mean, they started Dalton because Winston was hurt. Uh, yeah. Matt Ryan got hurt. Jalen Hurts got hurt at the end of the year. Dak Prescott. Yeah, but Dak Prescott, he's already injury prone. Yeah. I mean, the dude's ankle pretty much popped off. Yeah. <laughs> and plus his shoulder about nearly ripped off. Got to pick them in and read them at bedtime. That is exactly what's going to happen with the quarterbacks. It is a you lay them down on a blanket and a pillow, read them a bedtime story. If you don't, you get a flag. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's definitely got soft. All right, chat. Uh, who who will Derek Carr be playing for this upcoming season? I got the Jets. Taylor's got the Saints. Who do you guys have? I got the Saints. I've got Lamar going to the Jets. I've got Carr going to the Saints. I've got Rodgers signing a one-year contract with the Green Bay Packers. I got him going Raiders. Everybody, everybody says he's going Raiders, but I... I think he might stay Green Bay. I think it's Green Bay, Raiders, or retirement. That's pretty much it. I think it's a Green Bay or retirement. That's it, straight up. He's doing that little weird uh, stay in the dark for like, a week or whatever, five days or three days, whatever, where he can't poop. You, you don't, you don't win two back-to-back MVPs and get paid millions without uh, having some type of system that works for you, my man. Can I say this? Aaron Rodgers is one of the most overrated quarterbacks of all time. He's got one ring. He hasn't been back deep into the playoffs ever since that one Super Bowl. I would not say he is overrated at all. I think he's perfectly rated. People have him rated top five top 10 he's not a top 10 quarterback of all time, of all time? yeah he's not top 10 no, all time. He's, he's got he's one not ring top five of all time. in the league right now not, yeah and he's not right top now, five of all time in the league right now yeah he's top five yeah. of all time though he's not no. top five. and i don't think he's top They're, five right. in the league this year all right so your dad says jets 
Derek says Colts. That's interesting. Who's your top five quarterbacks that, right now? Top five right now, and Mahomes. Okay. Uh, Derek Carr, Zach Wilson. Uh, Get out of here. <laughs> Matthew Stafford and Baker gotcha. Mayfield. Gotcha. Top five. So is this? No, I would say top five is Mahomes. I would probably put Joe Burrow. Two, yeah, no, that's where I, I would have him. So, I would have Burrow no. too. I think he's better than Allen. He's more so, clutch. More poised. Allen's just more. Allen's just more athletic. Yeah, that's uh, why I put him at three. I put Allen at three. I, w- I would put Jalen Hurts right now in top five. So I put yeah, Jalen Hurts at four. Yeah. Uh, five. I. You just said A Rod's top five, but I don't. I th- Herbert's five for me. Herbert's five. This past this this past season, A Rod was not top five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. At all. So and then top ten all time. So that's why I think he's overrated. I think he like it used to be he's got a better arm than Tom Brady. So he everyone thought he was better than Brady and Manning and you know all these all these years and stuff like that. I think that he hurt his own legacy because he wouldn't take a pay cut to get Devontae Adams and um, all their receivers that they used to have. They had the Donald Driver he played with, Greg Jennings they let walk, and I think he signed with the the Vikings back then uh, when he played. So he had all, all these great receivers that. They had to let walk because it was either pay him or pay the receivers, and obviously they're paying him. I think he hurts his legacy about that. I think hey, he's top 15 quarterback of all time, but he's one of the more overrated quarterbacks of this century. Herbert's a damn right, guy of the century. Everyone in the chat, I'm setting a timer for five minutes. Once that timer goes off, I will be asking everybody in the chat to – Put in the number 21 to enter into the giveaway. So if you know anybody that wants to win this jersey or you know anybody that's an FSU fan or anybody that just collects memorabilia, send this live to them. Let them know what's happening. They've got five minutes to get in here. Once this goes off, I put you guys into the wheel, and then we're spinning it for a winner. So go ahead. If you know anybody, send it out to them. Get them in here because we're going to be spinning it in five minutes. Five minutes. Lawrence, this season at five, I could see that. Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence has emerged as who we thought he was coming out of college. He played great uh, in the against the uh, start Chargers. We threw like four picks in the first half, came back and won and beat the Chargers. Uh, Lawrence definitely turned it around, and I think that's also because of Doug Peterson. And a little bit of help from... Travis Etienne. Oh, my man's showing off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine's not signed, but I got this lovely Gators helmet from my boy Taylor for my birthday. See that? It looks beautiful up there, by the way. It does. And then I got looks the beautiful. Eagles helmet. All right. So. I mean, I mean, I can, I can pull out the Kurt Warner signed jersey also. I can, I can pull I can, out. I, I can pull out the. I got the signed baseball. Steve Irwin bobblehead. That does talk. Ready? Ready? <laughs> See? Hey, check this out, right? Go it doesn't on. say ow. <laughs> My heart. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I can pull out the briefcase of cards. I mean I can keep pulling it out, man. I've got more too. 
I mean, I got three minutes to show off before we get this jersey rolling here. Yeah. Did he know that we just saying that because he won a playoff game? No, he stepped up. He at his last seven games, he had a seventy-five percent completion. You're talking about Trevor Lawrence. He had a seventy-five percent completion percentage. He had over four thousand yards passing on the season. He had a good TD touchdown interception ratio in the season. He was like sixteen and two as far as t- TDs and to interception ratio. He had a not a great first half, but he did win. He did show improvement. He he showed out. Uh, with the Jaguars, especially for having Christian Kirk and Zay Jones and Evan Ingram as his top three targets. Yeah, he had Travis Etienne, but, I mean, Christian Kirk balled out this year, but let's be honest, I know, Derek, that you're a Cowboys fan. Is Christian Kirk better than CeeDee Lamb? No. Is Christian Kirk better than A.J. Brown or um, Devontae Smith? No. Is Christian Kirk better than Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson? He might be on par with Van Jefferson, but he's not better than Cooper Cup. Is Christian Kirk better than... Stephon Diggs, no. Is he better than Adam Thielen? Maybe now, because Adam Thielen's old as dirt. Is he better than Jay Jettas? No. I mean, Christian Kirk, when he was with the Cardinals, wasn't a top-tier receiver. He got paid like a top-tier receiver, and he put up over 1,000 yards. I mean, Trevor Lawrence balled out. You got to get flowers. You got to get flowers with the flowers to do. Is he maybe not top five? Maybe he's at six for you. Maybe he's, you know, but he's definitely played, he played top eight football. He had a better season than Dak Prescott. I mean, you're asking me this past season, if I'm taking T-Law or Dak Prescott this past season, I'm taking T-Law. All right, we got two minutes. If you guys want to share this out, share it out now. Two minutes. Two minutes. Share it out now. We got a Peyton Manning signed Afghanistan cup with a picture of me holding it next to him. Some weird memorabilia right there. (laughs) He also has uh, Jason Taylor signed... uh, Toilet paper because he saw him coming out of the the porter potty, leaving Afghan. It's signed with Dookie stains and all. Didn't need to know that, <laughs> but I appreciate you sharing that with me. Yeah, appreciate everybody stopping in. I know most people are in here for the jersey, but we've had some good conversations today. The show has been a little more lighter it has been a little more interactive with the chat i think i've 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 liked it i think we need to do this more often it's uh sparked some engaging conversations uh between brandon and myself including yeah without (laughs) Without the technical technical difficulties it's been like the first 15 minutes just trying to get the mics to work been playing harry potter so i'm just realizing that whoops let me reload back to lawrence for just one second let's hear it Thirty seconds on the clock, Derek. Derek, what you got, man? Are you are you trying to convince me that Dak played better than Trevor Lawrence this year? I'm gonna assume you're a big Dak guy. Overrated. Fifteen seconds. Last six games were against Titans twice, Lions, Texans, Jets, Cowboys. Okay. Titans have a decent defense. Lions have a crappy defense. I'll give you that. Texans defense is all right. Jets have a great defense. And the Cowboys have a decent defense. All right. We'll get back to that question in one second, Derek. Everybody that is in the chat, 
If you want the opportunity to win this jersey, Cam Akers signed silver autograph authenticated by Beckett, please drop the number 21 in the chat. 21. You, if you put into the Do wheel. something for me. 21. Win my jersey. Chat. I will put your name in here. 21 in the chat. <clears throat> All right. At least we have some uh, common ground, Derek. Dak is overrated. He missed, what, I think he missed six or seven games, and he came back and threw the most picks in the league. That was ouch. I mean, I'm happy to – I'm happy to – I was happy to see it, you know, being an Eagles fan, but. If you want that jersey, type in 21. 21. Do something for me. Win me a sign, can't acres jersey. 21. <laughs> I might be the next uh, Drake. All right, so I have your dad, Aaron, Derek, and Corey. We have six people watching. Is there anybody else? Anybody else? I know. Ninji, are you in here? I think he said he was lurking. So far, we've got four people. I think he's lurking. Give you 10 seconds. Oh, you can't see who's in here like you can on Twitch. Unfortunately, you can't, no. No. All, All right. right. 10, 9, 9 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 3 2, 1. All right. Uh, four names going to the hat. Got to delete these obsolete ones. <clears throat> All right, guys, it is four, four people on here. Just so everybody can see, maybe, possibly. It's a little bright, but. It is bright, but you're on there, and we are spinning the wheel. Drum roll. And it is. winner. Of the nine jersey is going to Corey. Corey Kitzmiller, the winner of the autographed Cam Akers FSU jersey. Welcome to the Corey. Booth. You have won the jersey. Congratulations! Appreciate you Corey. guys coming in here. He'll see it in two minutes. He's two minutes behind. So. <laughs> yeah, he's two minutes behind, but he'll he'll get there. Get there. Corey, Congratulations, if you want to sell Corey, it, man. I know a, uh, I know a FSU fan. Just kidding. There you go, Corey. Good job, Corey. Congratulations. Congratulations on the signed. If you're new to the, the booth, we do give away sometimes, and today we just gave away a autographed Camp Acres FSU jersey to Corey. So congratulations, Corey. Uh, we will get that out to you. Corey in the house, man. Again, we're, he'll see that in two minutes. Do yeah. a countdown. Yeah. <laughs> see a countdown. He'll say, "Hey, I won" or something. You know, congratulations. Hey, caught myself up and ran. My, I just caught up. Oh man, that's funny. I'm actually an FSU football fan. Derek. Yeah. <laughs> what is going? Look, Derek. I love you, man. But first, you're a Cowboys fan, which is a rival to my my Eagles. 
And then you're going to come out here and be an FSU fan? Look at that. Gators, man. You got to pick the right Florida school. Come on now. Derek, Derek, Derek. My man is just the complete opposite of me. I'm just glad you're not a Miami Hurricanes fan. Let's see here for one second here. I know he probably has plenty of them, but I've got something for you. What you got for him? Trying to get something FSU rather than Rams here. Yeah, FSU cards? I've got FSU cards. Cowboys, FSU football, Kentucky basketball, Braves baseball. I like the Braves baseball. I can agree there. Mavs basketball. Uh, basketball, I am a Sixers fan. Uh, baseball, I like the Braves and I like the Padres. Padres suck. It's because I grew up around San Diego. got free tickets. Uh, Kentucky basketball, I go Florida basketball. But uh, they suck this year too. So can't go wrong, with Kentucky. I can't. I can't hate Kentucky basketball. Kentucky basketball is goaded. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You can't beat Kentucky basketball. No. We've got you somewhere in here, Cam Makers. He's looking for it. I mean, we both had a great non-Super Bowl winning season too. <laughs> Shots fired, man. Hey, that's that's too soon, man. That one's that one's fresh for me. <clears throat> that one's fresh. At least we fresh got there. Off the presses. At least we got there. The 49ers and the Cowboys, the last Super Bowl was twenty eight plus years ago now. So Damn. I'll take the L out there. At least we at least we got there, right? At least we won. That's cool. At least we won a ring this uh past ten years. That's cold. I just I got that I gotta chop it cold. up with the Cowboys, man. Me and Mike had a discussion that was brought up. All time Kentucky versus all time Duke game. Who'd win? Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. All right, I'll have to find it, but I do have a Cam Akers FSU auto. RQB had a great uh, feature on our field for the Super Bowl. A shame he was wearing a suit, though. Ouch. He did win Walter Payton Man of the Year. So, yeah, there's that. There's a Cam Akers auto, but it's in a Rams jersey, so I know he doesn't want that. There's only one happy fan base every year. That's true. So everyone's a Super Bowl. Everyone else is upset. Although there was a lot of upset people about that last flag. Kentucky versus Duke all time would be a showdown of the ages. I want to see Kentucky all time versus Harvard all time. I want to see it. Harvard might might take the cake on a technical elite, you know. On legality, Harvard Law. There's a Cam Akers at a 99 patch, but it's not FSU. Do you have an FSU Cam Akers? Yeah, it's auto. I just 
I have about a thousand cards. No. Clear hole. It was, but Juju was not catching up to that pass. It was over the top. And they weren't calling it, it all a game. Weak asshole. Yes, it was. It didn't obstruct his run his route. So you don't even come up me that. He did not obstruct his route. Juju was not catching that pass. It was fifteen yards past him. And they weren't calling it all game until the very final play. I mean, there's been analysts all over picking nitpicking and going, Well, if you called that one, you could have called this one. And a couple of plays earlier, you could have made the, the case for it, but right there it was at that point, you you play football. But, yeah, it wasn't yeah, called in the fine. first, second, or third quarter. It... Let me get this set over here for you, Corey. And, oh, and if that was a clear hold, then uh, Des Bryant clearly did not catch it against the Green Bay Packers. I've got something for you, Derek, since you came in here. I know you wanted to get that uh, snag that uh, FSU jersey. Jersey. Uh, It's nothing much, you know. If I were you, I would would send it into PSA or something, but it is a Luka Donich, uh, Donruss Optic, My House Hollow. Luka. Nine. It's already graded. In my opinion, it? It, yeah, but it's graded by HGA or whatever. You want PSA or like SGA? Gotcha. So I'm a PSA grader. Uh, I don't. All the other ones are bull crap, in my opinion. And plus, if it's not PSA, the value of it is decreased. Gotcha. So, Derek, if you want this card, just let me know. It's yours. I don't know if you PC any of this stuff or if you just sell the stuff. Just let me know. If I get this price. This card could also be yours. Uh, A base prism card, Carson Wentz in a Colts jersey. You know, you're (laughs) a big Carson fan. (laughs) throw that shit in the trash (laughs) yes 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 all right i got you derek i'll get that to you definitely pc luca and the mavs i got you let me see if i got any luca in the mail today i got a let's see there you go you can have the wins card i got this uh Jalen Green today, rookie out of Mosaic. I was hyped about that one. Uh, let's see what we got. Let's see if we got any more Mavs. John Morant, my house. It's in the middle of the street. My house. Yeah, I'll just see what I got. All right. Throw you in the trash, Taylor. What the fuck? Because you said the Carson Wentz card, throw it in the trash. Ah, gotcha. All right, guys. Well, I think that's going to be the end that of the show. That is going to be uh, the end of the show. Congratulations, appreciate Corey. Appreciate you guys coming out. Yep, congratulations, Corey. Appreciate everybody coming out.
uh, jumping in the chat. Uh, we will be doing more giveaways, uh, autograph stuff, uh, different numbered cards, whatever you know we have laying around. We have a bunch laying around, but we will come up with stuff to give to you guys. We've got stuff coming in all the time, at least on my end. I'm not sure on Brandon's, but we will make it worth your while to stop in and chat with us, listen to us. And if you want to hear what we have to say, whether you agree with us or not, we are on Spotify, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter. And Amazon. We'd like to hear your thoughts. And Amazon. Uh, we'd like to hear your thoughts and comments. If you disagree with us, please put it in the chat. Let's have a debate. If you'd like to be on the show, shoot us a DM. We're always welcoming guests. Uh, we like having guests on here. It makes the show 10 times better to be able to get to know somebody better, get some thoughts, uh, get some debates going here. So if you guys ever want to jump on, just let us know. And uh, on that note, I'll hand it over to Brandon, see if he has anything else to say. I think that's it. Make sure you guys hit that subscription button and the bell notification. We are going to get back on our schedule, normal schedule going live on Tuesdays at 7 uh, p.m. Eastern time. We're going to get back on that. Yesterday, we were both exhausted. I wasn't feeling too hot. We decided to move it. And then the week before that, we canceled because it was my birthday. had a lot of stuff going on. So, But we will get back to our schedule. Make sure you guys check our YouTube page out. If you guys didn't want to watch, maybe you didn't stay for the entire show and you want to go back and watch snippets. Uh, we have tons of snippets. We've had interviews with Wes Bowers, who was in the XFL. Um, Dominique Davis, who's in the NFL, plays for the Bengals and a couple other guests, and a couple other debates that you might be interested in. They are in shortened versions on our YouTube, so make sure you check those out as well. Appreciate it, guys. All right, guys. Peace out.